Remember, remember the 5th of December? That was probably about when we first recorded this episode of the podcast. Hello, welcome to Dealer's Choice. This is one of our very rare redo do-over episodes. I'm Morgan. I'm joined by Alex and Zach. Hello, boys. Hello, we're back. We're doing the redo to do do boo 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 up do up Rid of the episode. Wow, uh, I felt like we coordinated that at all. <laughs> all right, I'm done. No. Um, I feel like we've watched this film like three, four times on this podcast. I never really got the episode recorded correctly. We've only no twice. Uh, astute, <laughs> as, astute listeners will know this is the first episode, uh, first movie we ever watched for Dealer's Choice, but we just keep losing the footage. <laughs> it's like it's cursed or something. So. This was my choice. This was my choice. A while ago. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, it didn't record properly. Some people's audio got lost, others didn't. And it's really hard to piece together a podcast with just one person's audio. So we were, the boys were like, let's redo it and we'll watch it again. It'll be a fun time. Uh, it was, of course, V for Vendetta. And I think, honestly, it might be a bit more... Because I feel like when we first watched it, it was a very different time, social climate and political mm. climate-wise as to mm. where we are now. Mm. Uh, I feel like at the time I was like, oh, it's very fitting. And now it's still very f- fitting, but I feel like it was like more so at the time. And now we've kind of moved away. Mm. In some aspect. I yes. don't know. But uh, mm. V for Vendetta, I-, I know you've both seen it before. Um, what? <laughs> Have we? <laughs> Who wants to describe the plot? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, Alex, you go. No, no. You look like you had something funny in your head. Uh, no, I was just going to say, there's a, there a V and he's angry about something. That's, that's all I had. Wow. I'm really glad I threw to you. Uh, Set in a alternate version of current history, mm. you have a fascist-controlled England mm. and a world that's gone to shit, a world that is in chaos and disarray. I think, I think from your perspective... Um, it, if and, you're if you're John Hurt's character, and, it's going pretty well. And <laughs> and in the midst of this London that is kind of Big Brother esque controlled, you have a couple of different characters. You have a eccentric terrorist named V who is trying to incite change, um, for the people. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I would yeah. just gone in, you know, a lab experiment gone wrong. That's not funny. It's not, but it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There's a lot of nice cuddling in this movie. There was a lot of nice little vignettes of beauty, the human soul, struggle. Um, Were you watching the same film as me? I don't... I, 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 are you talking about the short movie, the short film inside the film? Yeah. Are you talking about that mini film? I think I forgot what we watched. <laughs> 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 no, no. V for Vendetta is a, a, a good... It's like fairly old. I think it has like... I think it's got, probably got quite a bad pop culture uh, reputation for something that neckbids <laughs> attribute with anarchy. Because I know the original comic is about anarchy versus fascism. But this one, anarchy is not exactly the agenda that um, our protagonist is trying to push forward. It's kind of just more... I don't even know if it's democracy. It's just kind of freedom as opposed to... It's 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 basically just trying to shed the yoke of the current government. Yes, that's yes. better. That's better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get the people more involved in what they want. Yeah, wake up and uh, wake up, sheeple. Yeah, yeah. you're living <laughs> in a matrix-like world. <laughs> Get work. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I like it. I I think if you've not seen it, it's pretty good. It's a good action movie at the very least, and it's well made I... in a lot of categories. I think. I didn't even 
even know if you could call it an action movie. Yes, there are action scenes. Thriller? Because it's got that aspect of like the police and like yeah, hunting him down. Yeah, there's a bit of thriller down. in there. Uh, yeah, there is. It's quite over the top gore. Check out V for w- Vendetta, the action sci-fi thriller. Uh, <laughs> drama. Sci-fi? I'd probably sci-fi? call it drama. I don't know that there's any sci-fi elements to this movie. Well, I know it's sort it's, of it like might be categorized as sci-fi, but I don't know that I would say there's there's nothing. Look, all right. Let's just go by IMDb. Yep. It calls it an action drama sci-fi thriller, which is what I said. So. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm sorry if you think there's some comedy in there, Zach. I'm sorry. Very little comedy in this. Sorry, Mr. Uh, Cut. <laughs> uh, no, fair enough. Okay, Morgan, why did you show this movie to us four times? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time. No, so the first time we watched this movie, it's like I like this movie and I think there's a lot to talk about. And the first time we watched it, it was uh, pre um, the elections in America. Pre, yeah, pre the 2020. Yes. Uh, so um, there was some shit. come out. Next year. <laughs> no, by no, the this, time the next presidential this election. This is actually going to be very limited time between oh. being recorded and coming out because we lost it and it's been a while. <laughs> so the last episode, uh, chronologically, that the audience would have listened to was League of Gods. Mm-hmm. So that came out literally this week. <laughs> and then the next episode will be this one. So it's very oh. on, rare, rare for us. It's very on the pulse. I think uh, League of Gods is probably the best thing I've brought to the podcast. <laughs> But yeah, so we were like on the, there was all that stuff and there's like the media and like, mm-hmm. it felt like kind of a bit more. And now we're on the other side of that and it's like, well, it still exists, but it's a little less like in my face and I don't have to worry about it. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. Maybe we've gone okay. to sleep. I don't know. Yeah. We That's woke fair. up sheeple and now we're going back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, Alex, why did you show us this movie this I time? I didn't show this movie this time. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much and I forgot what films we would watch. No. Um, Positives, negatives. Yeah, I... I really like this film. Uh, I think last time I may have said that I really liked the music. I want to throw that out there. Starts with a banger, end with with a bang. It starts does. with a banger, banger, ends mm. with a banger. Emphasis. There's like, a lot of sex in explosion. this explosion. Yeah. There's no music and explosion in this movie at all. Um, implied. Implied. Yes, I really like, and I'm sure we'll get to it. The little short film in the middle of this film. Uh, about uh, about Lark Hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. About a patient in Lark Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Why yes. are you guys being so weird? <laughs> I don't know. He's just there's a weird energy hanging around. Uh, no, no, okay. So I really like I really like the little short film in there. Um, I really thought that was probably the emotional heart of the film because a lot of the characters are a little disconnected. Yeah, I don't agree with that. In the sense that you don't necessarily feel what they're feeling for certain parts of the film. Because we don't see uh, Hugo Weaving's face throughout the entire film, uh, there's not one scene? Oh, there's the... Yeah. His face is always obscured, yeah? Yeah. And so you can't read any sort of emotional cues from his face. So, let me get this right. You think that it is impossible to get emotion from people wearing masks? No, what I'm saying is... So you hated The Mandalorian. No. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is, this is probably the OG Mandalorian in the sense that you can get so much emotion out of the physicality of his performance. And the voice. And the voice. Yeah. Uh, So I think props go to there, but I think there is a level that the emotion is cut off from the audience there. Not that he didn't do a good job, and I think he did, and he brought a lot of emotion to the character. No, what I'm saying is, is that had we been able to see his face, the emotion may have 
become more resonant. That's why I liked the short film in the middle of the film because that had so much emotional uh, gravitas. But if, if we saw his face, then he wouldn't be all yeah, I think, of us. I think the two things you're talking about are separate. I think I think that his performance was kind of enhanced by the fact that he was limited in, to his physicality and his voice. I think he, he dev- I don't know that he would have done a better job if we'd seen his face. I think Red Skull has proved. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not, uh, that's not his face. I mean, that's technically that. a mask. <laughs> it's also like, it's it's an elevation of like, so V as a character is very dramatic. Yeah. And I feel like they, they make yeah. it even more theatrical because like Hugo Weaving as an actor has to bring that to kind of get it across. Yeah, yeah. And it elevates the work. It makes yeah. it more Shakespearean and like makes him more bombastic and out of this mm. world because he is so theatrical. And it can't that those are like that's like oh well he had to do that to get it across but also match the character perfectly yeah, yeah. Mm. match the writing and, and like it's a big convention in a lot of theatrical things where you have to enhance certain things to to make it visible or, or punchy to us like you you have to enhance the emotion you're outputting a lot of the time and I think that's I think it's shown in Hugo Weaving's stuff I think all he does I'm a saying very good is job. name and emotionally resonant character in this film Prothero. I felt so good for that man. Oh yeah, that's right. You just—it was the voice of London, <laughs> <laughs> and what a voice! Uh, um, no, oh. there's the scene between uh, Evie and V after she's released from the prison. That's that's quite a because that's that's mm-hmm. that, there's, there's a genuine build up throughout the film of that kind of um, like she she's a pretty passive character for quite a lot of it, and then it, towards the middle she starts trying to figure out what she can do. She starts going to friends. And then she gets to a stage where she can start acting, like for herself. Mm. And there's some payoff for that. There's some build yes, up towards yes. that. There's payoff, and and I think that their interactions are especially because she's you know doing so. You you commented she's doing so much with her facial expression. You said to me while we were watching I, I that you don't like her acting ability. I don't at know all. how I feel about Natalie Portman. I don't. I come up and down on her. I think she's good. I think she's bad. I don't know. I don't think she's outstanding. But I think that his performance in that scene was enhanced by having it reflected on her. Her her facial expressions, and then just cutting back to him, and we just interpreted from the way he was moving around. That was it. Uh, I, I just I feel if you take the short film out of that film, if you cut it, you'd have a better movie. Yeah. No, I don't think you do have a better movie. <laughs> I think you have a much much worse movie. No, I agree. Movie. That that short film is a pretty triumphant little. Is is it really really good? Yeah, mm. it's really excellent. Uh, yeah, I think that they're my... And it, that, 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 especially that short film resonates. I love that they also like kind of take it away from you briefly and then give it back to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this amazing story. And then it's like, you just made that up. And then it's actually like, nah, actually I did. Like, they, yeah, they, they kind of like... It's they a play whole, with you. Yeah. It's a whole concept from V that like, you know, art is so important because even though it's fake, you need to be able to... Like what you can find in art is true, real. Like that, that yeah, I, I thought that was actually quite poignant mm. this time around. I don't know if I noticed it last time, but his whole point about, you know... I lied to you and I set this whole facade up. But what you found in the facade is real. You can't you can't deny that. You can't deny that what you saw in the art was not true. I thought that was an interesting point for an art artistic piece to make. And it was quite it, it quite it did it quite well, actually. Mm. I thought. And even little things like the colour grading difference between the little short film and the rest of the film, the cinematography is so bleak and so uh, <laughs> dark for all of the film yeah and then when we cut back to before the fascism started to reign it's this sort of yeah, it's yellow nice, yeah. sunny you know bright uh, environment that the slips years, yeah. into into yeah. bleakness yeah yeah no it so did. yes hugo weaving's performance <laughs> and the mini short film okay i i i, I don't know if i noticed it last time but the I, I agree with 
I don't know. I particularly agree about the music. I was like, music is yeah, fine. I like classical music. Um, that's but, fine. You know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I agree about the performances, and I agree about the short film. I think the short film's a very big triumph. I think the writing is particularly good in this movie. I think it's based on quite a good material, but it's also adapted in quite a good way because it's changed quite a lot from the uh, the source. But it's changed in a significant and decent manner. Mm. I think it has quite a lot of. I don't know. I don't know if nuance is exactly the term, but it, it handles like its parody of the media really, really well because I don't know how prevalent that was at the time it came out, like, especially Prothero. Mm. But these days, that is like... You can, you can find that kind of talk host, that sort of radio jockey, in so many places and they're wildly successful. Mm. Um, and so I, I think the things it has to say about emotional broadcast news reporting in quotation marks is quite good. And it does it with a straight face. Yeah, yeah like, it I'm, takes it seriously. I'm comparing that to something like Starship Troopers. When you're watching Starship <laughs> Troopers so and you though. see Satellite, but you know that they're in on the joke as well. Yeah. And you yeah. know that they're sort of laughing along with you. Whereas this, they play it well, I don't know straight about, for I don't know most you, of the... Uh, I understand what you mean. Cause it's like, sort of very tongue-in-cheek. They yeah. know what they're doing. In, yeah, they intended that to be yes. a satirical piece. Yes. I did. I did like the thing about Starship Troopers where people didn't get it mm. at the start. And they <laughs> they panned it because like this is a disgusting look at authoritarian regimes and how and like <laughs> the coat made is like yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I, I like that. Uh, what was the other thing? Yeah, sorry. The makeup. The makeup for some reason is just every time there was like a brutal injury. Um, there's a scene where they have these like death pits with people and just like little things like they've got these like little liver spots on, on the bodies. And then, so some of the actors and actresses had to get that makeup put on to make them look diseased, get naked, get laid down in a pit. And then they had like powder thrown on them. And I thought there's just so many layers of effort that seem to go into these one second shot of the film. And that's all over the place. There's these, uh, set designs, like they go to a memorial for some people who died due to a disease and the whole a pandemic piece, oh, a pandemic the whole piece is like a really nice artistic solemn memorial um and and, and that's throughout the whole film is like the the production design especially it's like well, we have any like a favorite gadget is that that gun that shoots the cement into the door and they have that Fuck shot yeah. it's like that's uh, a cool gadget and it produces that cool shot but it's like a split second it's like yeah and you move on seems like there's a lot of effort put into a lot of the seconds in this movie and it 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 works it works really really well because it's never like constantly reusing the same trick it seems to have this no. massive bag of tricks it's pulling out mm-hmm. um and it's impressive well we will we will talk about this at it. some point uh, the domino scene oh this is my favorites <laughs> we hate to uh, you know you'd hate yeah, to be that intern. that's a perfect example yeah. of it you, yeah that would have been uh like 10 hours of work so the do- uh, we talked about it last time the domino scene we did talk about um, this involved 22 thousand dominoes yeah it took four professional domino assemblers 200 hours to set okay see so, yeah, yeah I, I, and it's maybe what a minute seconds? a minute at most and it's not an entire minute it's cutting between yes so there is a lot of that there is a lot of uh like effort put into these small moments yeah that's what i was thinking about because it's like an entertaining movie but i was just thinking fuck this some of this stuff there's just so much effort put into yeah split seconds mm. and it's really good because it makes it a seamless piece you don't mm. get pulled out the effort is put in so that it it can build the world correctly, especially that like the makeup I'm talking about. Um, all of that effort seems to be put in the background so that it can just be a two second shot and they can move on. They don't have to hold on it mm. because they've done such a good job with it that it can seamlessly blend with the rest of the world they've built. 
Is it something then sense. to be said that this was made in 2005? Just before CGI was well, maybe it's the like, main thing Well, it's like, I don't see taken. any shots in this film where I'm like, oh. The knives, maybe? Or oh, the knives, yeah. yes, but that's the only sort no, of... No, I know what yeah. you mean. It's, and, but something about that just feels like they didn't have to do that. That was just a choice that they made. Yeah. Maybe to homage to the graphic but novel, I don't know. It's a, it's mm. a good, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good, um, up before the insane rise where CGI was taking over everything and it was the only thing anyone used. Um, and it seems to be just uses one of the other things that in its bag of... Like, the, the way Fincher uses CGI, where it's just like, oh, I'm just going to use it to enhance the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to use it as the entire scene. Um, and I think I think people are coming around to that these days now, more and more. Not everyone's, um, you well, know... There are places... George Miller, Mad Max, <laughs> Fury Road. Everyone yeah. uses it to yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there's, um, there's places where it's appropriate. Like, I'd say in an Avengers movie, it's definitely appropriate that yes. they use... Their hundred, three hundred million dollar budget to make these amazing CGI landscapes, but some places you don't need to have CGI at all; just do practical effects. And there's something tactile by knowing that someone set up all those dominoes. Like there's yeah, something yeah, really, yeah, know. it's satisfying to yeah. see that. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And I, I definitely, I wonder how much you could get from actors just saying, "Is it easier? Is it a lot easier to react and?" emote towards a physical thing as opposed to a you know a, a, a scuba a scuba gear like a ball with some white dots on it you know what i mean yeah yes like you look at behind the scenes of uh, like harry potter and it's like, <laughs> dobby's like this little orange ball yeah, on a stick yeah. it's like act to this <laughs> act to it doing? act to this and break everyone's hearts yeah. <laughs> very much so yes oh fuck all right well that was my Goods. There's a lot to like in here. It's yeah. a fun action. Uh, there's something I picked up on, like, uh, I picked up on it last time, but I, I feel like you just find more. There's a lot of parallels in this movie. Mm. There's, like, uh, multiple times where Evie's hiding under a bed. There's two, they show two different mm-hmm. like, once she's around. <laughs> and then there's the, there's, like, and it's very subtle. Like, you don't, that's not, they don't really linger on it. It's just, yeah. like, like, if you notice, there's one where she, it's, like, the well, first time she wakes up with V versus the first time when she wakes up at Stephen Fry's house. Yeah. And they're, like, they play out very similarly, like, both are cooking breakfast, but they're different. And then mm. I think, like, if there's a very brief moment in the, when she wakes up at Stephen Fry, which is after, and it kind of registers on her face mm. that it's similar, but it and it's briefly passed. But like, they, they, do this, they do these, like, nice little, like, parallels from time to time, which you know, are I think interesting. It is, it's, like... It, they're they're smart enough to register that that is something that would be satisfying for an audience to see, but they're not up their own ass enough to hold on it and go, "Aren't we clever for doing this?" That's right. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. They're not sucking their own <laughs> dick about it, which is really well, appreciated, actually. Yes, because there's so much about films sometimes that's just like, I don't care that you think it's a good idea that mm-hmm. you do this. I do not get. Show me the movie, please. And that's yeah. Sorry, sorry to. Yeah, and I like so. V is the name of the movie's named after him. Mm-hmm. Evie's your main character, mm. probably. Evie. Evie, your protagonist. We've definitely talked about this, yeah. And then, yeah, so there's that whole thing. Um, I feel like some characters that are probably also kind of protagonists that don't get a lot, like, they push the story along a lot are the mm. inspectors or, like, mm-hmm. the chief. And then mm. I feel like they have a great role within this movie, like, the idea of, like, they work for the party, but they also both have like starting to doubt the party, mm-hmm. and they are like they are the ones unraveling this mystery. Like they're the, kind of like the yeah. the gateway with which to we find out like where where the backstory and what happened mm-hmm. is here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think it's pretty well done uh, for the most part. Like I've never like I don't know. I don't think I've ever was confused about stuff. I think I got it, mm. and it's just neat, neat to sometimes look into it behind and be like, "What was there's more to it?" If you want to get into it, and if anything, the film. There's that scene with the chief inspector and he goes, I feel like everything's connected. 
you know, and I saw everything that came before and everything that comes after. They show clips. They at show the end clips of the that film. haven't happened. That's really yet. cool. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool. Yeah, that's a fantastic little moment, and and it's kind of it's satisfying to see a film have confidence in itself that that's not ruining the ending. That's right, and yeah. it doesn't ruin the ending. Yeah, no. And it's like, oh, it doesn't play out like it does in the in the vision. If you I think it does, well, it does, but we don't. You know don't know the what context. those mean. Yeah. yeah, you don't know what those mean at all. So there's still some, and there's even I was mystery about this. There's one shot in there of Evie in a house with those roses, and I think that that's like the last shot in the what's ha- what's going to happen, and it's sort of this input like. I don't think that's addressed at all again. But she's got a man in the house with her. And I'm like, oh, that's that's nice that you allude to the fact that she's going to live mm. like a happy life after this mm. because of the changes. I think. I think I could have seen that wrong. It's very quick. But it is very quick. Yeah, that sounds yes. familiar. Oh, well, there is the scene. She uh, also has her hair back. I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm. There's the scene there where he gets uh, shot in the tube station. Yeah. Yep, and you, yep. see, you see that. Oh yeah, in the yeah. little flash forward. Yeah, and you could assume as an audience member, oh, no, well, he's going to die. You he's know, done, or he's mm. been caught, or something. He's like been that. caught, yeah, or yeah. he's been yeah, and it doesn't Eventually play out exactly like that. Like yeah. that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I feel like it would be remiss not to mention the cast of this film mm. in the sense that. Oh, so let's not. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that there's a lot well, of British uh, talent. It, it does here. It's like a, I think it's part of like British film culture where you can, because they they have such a long-standing theatrical traditional uh, like so, so, uh, social group. They've just like such a breadth of mm. well-trained actors in in all categories. I think it's quite easy for them to go. All right, we're going to make this. You know, we're going to produce this movie. We're going to get these people. Would you like to come in for like a, a bit part in this? And they they can go. And they can go to a, you know a laundry list of good actors, and those good actors will go, yeah, I'll do that, and they know that they'll do a good job because they're all part of that same clique, and they know that like the way you get more roles is to just do a good job regardless of what you're given, mm. um, and it's it's kind of admirable. It's not because like Hollywood is definitely something very different. Uh, you probably have the ability to go around and say, oh, do you want to do this small part? But I feel like the the sense is maybe more well, if I'm not the star, if I'm not you know, if this isn't just going to be groundbreaking, I don't know that there's a lot of value in me doing this. You know what I mean? Not unless you're in a Marvel film. Yeah. And they call you yeah. Like eight years yeah. later. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, see, you've got to have that character. incentive. Remember that side character you had? They're getting mm. their own TV show and movie. There you yeah. go. Or we'll dump them in WandaVision. Uh, exactly. You know. the, the incentive is not the role itself. The incentive is what money can I make from this, you know, later on. down the track. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, Stephen Fry, John Hurt. Stephen great, yeah. Um, you know, they're the two that jump to mind immediately. And we've uh, talked about Hugo, but Hugo's not British. Hugo's Australian. He's uh, ours. Yep, yep. Get your Hugo's grubby hands boys. off him. <laughs> Is Hugo one of those Kiwi Britties? But he might be. Aussies, though? <laughs> Rupert, I think about Rupert Graves. Rupert, Rupert Graves, yes. Well, Natalie Portman. Uh, well, yes, she's also not British. But... Well, no, but I'm like, if we're talking about oh, stars. Can't, yes, yeah. in general, yes. Sorry. No, the, and the, the, I think there's a fair few faces from just general British te- television. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which is good. Hugo Weaving was born in Nigeria. Fuck, we don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Damn it. Oh. So he's the guy who keeps emailing. <laughs> <laughs> he is the Nigerian prince. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, the cast is very good. They do an amazing mm. job. It kind of rounds out. And like John Hurt is like, he's on like a screen for most of the movie. Mm. Like, I feel like you don't really realize that. And then like he, the first, and he's like on a big screen, his big face, big powerful presence. And then the first time he's physically in the movie, he's like small. Oh, he's so small. And yeah, like weak. Yeah. And like, mm. It's a good parallel. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, That's yeah. another parallel. I, I I made the comment. I don't think we. I think I don't think I 
recognize this the first time, but it's interesting to see John Hurt playing Big Brother when he's one of his most iconic roles as being the protagonist in 1984, the film. Um, and obviously, like, I'm sure he would have loved that. He would, if they were sold to him, like, hey, John, do you want to be Big Brother in a movie? And he would be like, fuck yeah, no problem. Yes. Well, he, you know, I don't think. When I think of John Hurt, I don't think of something about Ollivander. I don't recall. Why did you bring up Ollivander? Why did you say that? uh, In Alien, he was the one who had his the alien burst out of his chest. Uh, Yeah, but I don't. (laughs) Guys, he was the war doctor. He was the war war doctor. doctor. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, the voiceover and perfume. He was the organic mechanic, which is coming up, listeners. Uh, Perfume's already out. Oh, it's already out. They heard us be furious. <laughs> He's the your narrator in that. So, you know, many, many legendary roles, John Hurt, and this is just one of them. I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking about perfume. It's <laughs> making me mad. <laughs> Any uh, negatives, guys? Any things that we thought, mm, maybe? I think I talked about this last time. The guy who plays the chief inspector is certainly the weakest actor in this movie. And I don't know, I don't know if it's his fault, miscasting or something. It's just something about it. He's not like an action dude. But there's a lot of the things he does where he attempts to be like an action dude. He's like running all action-like and he's holding his gun up in a lot of scenes. And he's just like, you could have done a, lot, a, a much better job if you just sort of like uh, played a, a much more passive chief who, who's, you know, I'm tired of everything going on like this. I've seen everything before. You know, I, I've been in this long long enough to know that there's no coincidences, all that shit. If he'd pay, played that passive role, I think he would have done a better job because he's a fine actor. It's just that every time I saw him attempting to do anything action, it was just like, well, that was not exactly right. <laughs> so you don't know if that was the correct way to run down that hallway, was it? <laughs> but Zach, he had his collar up on his coat, you know, yeah, all cool like. Yeah, he wasn't a cool guy. <laughs> if that had been like Clive Owen, that would have been great. Yeah, Ooh, but, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, listeners, I just put out my colour and now put it down because I didn't like it. Yeah, see, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. doesn't work for me, anyway. <laughs> uh, Morgan, what do you... Well, Alex. Oh, I don't know. Um, let me think. Alex, you go. Uh, we touched on it a little bit briefly. Um, the action scene with the daggers and the blood <laughs> scene. Yeah. That's probably the... The, ar- the blood looks terrible, Yeah, <laughs> so for one, the blood is over the top. Oh, so bad. It's probably the only scene in the film that I feel dates the film back to oh, 2005. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I feel. And was it to harken back to the graphic novel days? Probably. But I felt like that was the only bit of the film where it took me out of it. Honestly, the time frame, it might have been more of an... Uh, might have been more of an attempt to make it more adult because it's like it, it, this is. Oh, I didn't have a problem with the gore. I no, feel it was I, the streak think, that came yeah, with the knife. It's so and it was dumb. Just, yeah, it's it's and like every every explosion of it's not that it it um I don't yeah you're right I don't mm. mind an explosion of blood but it just looks like paint it just looks like paint there's nothing else that I can see except the paint coming out of them and I can hear myself going but Alex isn't it supposed to be theatrical and yeah, but that's not yeah, theatrical. no like, I don't. <laughs> Everything else is theatrical to the benefit of the movie and to the I benefit think this of was the detriment. The world building and, and getting you involved in the atmosphere. The the blood is just like well, well what are you doing? <laughs> but I think a film is doing a bloody good job if one scene is the only scene that I can think of yeah. right off the bat that I go, Oh, that's what ruined it. Oh well, not ruined it, but that's what jumps out at me as the big negative. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking now cutting the wires was dumb. <laughs> There's a Cutting few, the eyes yes. on the bomb in the tower is stupid, <laughs> and it should. I don't know. Like, I, I get the 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 value of having him walk into a communication tower with the bomb. I just. <laughs> Just don't understand why you'd have the scene where he's cutting the wires. Why wouldn't it be better if if they had like we can't do it, get out of here, 
three, two, one, no explosion. Because that would be very V, wouldn't it? Because he's done the big Bailey tower uh, explosion. He wants to blow it up, though. No, but he does. I don't know that he wants to. Oh, he does want to blow up that tower, doesn't they just save it? Uh, fair enough. Okay. I just, but yes. I feel like the Dark Knight stole from this film. You know how V puts all the hostages in uh, ah, Guy Fawkes' yeah, mask yeah, and yeah, they're like, oh yeah, my God, yeah. it's the hostages. The Joker does the same thing. Just he saying, just that. saying, just saying. You make an excellent point. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Morgan, true. any negatives? Um, I feel like, so again, this is going to harken back to the fact we've recorded twice and I know we discussed this the first time, but that was in a pre-Zack Snyder Justice League world. Mm. This movie's a little long. It is. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not four hours. No. Um, and it's only just over two, which is probably pretty reasonable. But I think it's the way it's divided in some of the acts, mm-hmm. like feel like different movies. We're talking you... about Justice League. <laughs> which one are we talking about at the moment? <laughs> talking about Vaporman. Okay, okay. And Justice League. But yeah, and no, Justice. League. I, I feel we, like we should do it. I, I feel like maybe I am cut. more accepting of this, but I feel like the first time I watched it, I was like, "Damn, this is yeah. wrong." This time, don't know if it was because we were shooting shit. Or if, like, <laughs> because I have watched... I live in a world where I've watched a four-hour-long Justice League movie now. I'm like, this is great. See, this, this is half this the is time so of a Justice League movie. Um, maybe I just didn't watch the Justice League in the right way, but I didn't mind. Honestly, I thought I would be... I thought it would be a massive, massive... Maybe if I watch it again, it would be a huge drag. But all four hours of that Justice League movie, I was into it. I was completely fine with it. But, no. Uh, it, should, it shouldn't have... I felt, like, at the end of it, I shouldn't have been fine. And I was completely fine with it. Yeah. But I, I agree with you, Morgan. It feels like a long film, yeah. I think. Oh, well, V for Vendetta feels like a long yeah, film. Yeah, it's um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but I feel like, it does... I, I feel like every, I, I, everything you know what, that's I, I in there... I actually think it is a bad thing. If you feel like the movie's too long, yeah, then that's, that's a problem. Mm. I just feel like uh, there's like most of the things that it's like, I feel like that's there for a reason, like yeah. the whole prison thing the short film but then Zach said like the v, the, the, at the start Stam- they show you the Guy Fawkes didn't have to flashback exist. which is like I, I don't think that needs to be there no that can go but it's only a few minutes yeah it's yeah. not a lot but like <laughs> there's a whole lot of only uh, just a few minutes it's, it's like, like that's, but like when it comes down to it's like that's like one of the few things that you probably could cut there is a lot mm. that you can't yeah, yeah and it's like I don't know why that I guess so people haven't understood I don't know yeah another, it's like, it's, it, I, I mean it is another parallel and they even in the bit where you see the from the future, there's the they keep they show Guy Fawkes hanging from the start in the bit where he sees from the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the future, and it's like I get what you're trying to do here, but you don't need it. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you've got so all this other stuff that you absolutely need, mm. yeah, maybe you don't need that there. And and there's definitely scenes that do not feel like they like the scenes uh, that like there's a whole bunch of stuff between Evie and V in that lair. There's like, yeah, mm. oh, maybe you could cut that down. But I actually enjoyed a lot of that stuff. Their mm. interactions were were nice and there was like some chemistry between them and it felt like a genuine relationship, whether that was friendship or romantic. It was still quite a nice interchange. Could you have culled some of the yeah. domino scene? Yes. But was it cool? <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> you have to keep that in. Uh, you could have had Prothero showering for about half an hour <laughs> and just talking to himself while he was watching his things. That'd be great. I think I want a bathroom like that oh, where there's so just good. televisions. Just a room with a bunch of televisions. Just on every wall. And just it's like, I don't know about you, but I'm used to bathrooms being very brightly lit. Mm. His dark moody. It's so good. <laughs> it was like a vibe. I felt like if, if you have that bathroom, you could become a Sith. <laughs> it, it, it looked like it looked like Darth Vader's room, yeah. but they put a shower in the middle yeah. of it instead of like a pod. Fuck yeah, huge. And the only real lighting was his face on the TV oh, screens. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. That's actually, yeah, no, that's a cool design for a bathroom that I like. Mm. I appreciate that. You'd stub your toe a bunch. 
Oh yeah, hell yeah. You'd yeah. have to make all the servers. Well, there's like, nothing the to stop your toe You'd have on. to make them. There's like there's just well, like the, the shower thing. That's yeah, about no, it. but I was going to say the room is empty. <laughs> if the design of the room was that all the corners were like were like I don't know I don't know what to call it curved like, curved up, that'd be cool. I'd like that. See, you're about it. It's all <laughs> yes. a bath. It's all one big bath. It's all <laughs> one big bath. <laughs> it's a bathroom. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> all right, taking it off the negatives. It's on the positives. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so a little long, and mm. it feels it sometimes. Yeah, mm. bugger. Um, uh, it's pr- it's it's probably because we've already watched it. Yeah, that is also true. Like, um, uh, but I, I like I I remember thinking like I have always had this movie in my mind as just like another shitty comic movie for I pop culture so. thing. But it's I'm it's sure you talked about that last time. Yeah, it's a level above. Honestly, I, I think it stands out against because even like people look back on the X Men movies and go, oh well, X Men Two is great. I think this is even better than that in that it doesn't like. It takes, yeah, you you said it before. It takes itself seriously, and it's to its benefit. It, mm. it genuinely tries to find a theme and a, a a reason for the, the story and and a. I think I know what Morgan's going to say in a minute, but anyway, technically, technically this is a DC movie. <laughs> yes. So would that make it one of the best DC movies? Uh, I would put it up there. You, uh, are you saying this is technically Zack Snyder's Justice League? <laughs> no, I'd say I'm saying technically this can compete with Zack Snyder's th- Justice I th- League. I think we said this last time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Maybe. well then, in in that breath, he would have to include the Nolan Batman films as well. Oh fuck yeah, that's true. Yeah, and those suck. <laughs> <laughs> Only one half out of, of three. One? Yeah, yeah, half of one of them's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, All one right. of them's not that good. Which um, one? The third one? Yeah, yeah. Cool. First I, one's actually, <laughs> I actually like Batman Begins. Yeah, I know Batman, a lot of people no, no, don't. Batman Begins like is it. so good. It's it so solid. All the heavy lifting, oh, so and it's why two can fly. It, and, it walked and, so two could run. That's correct. And it's maybe it's maybe my favorite um, Liam Neeson, honestly, because he. I don't know that he's that uh, good in anything else that I can think of. To me, Qui Gon. Qui Gon Jinn. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Jeez. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when he I says would say Anakin. Raj is kind of like a. Qui Gon, if he's he went the Dooku if yeah, was route, yeah, yeah. <laughs> taken. Um, <laughs> I have a particular set of skills, yeah. <laughs> and that's reviewing movies. Uh, it's finding the chosen one. <laughs> do you recommend people watch this movie if they haven't already? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. it's on Netflix. Yeah, go mm-hmm. for it. It's it's like just fine. Just put it on. If it's you want to rise up, yeah. If you want to get woke, get don't woke. watch this. <laughs> This Watch this a- movie. This is how the work you should be. We shouldn't be tweeting stuff. We should be wearing masks and anarchizing. <laughs> yeah. Getting I don't want to anarch- incite violence. Uh, this is not- I'm what- sick of this cancel culture epidemic that our country is going through. There is one scene in V for Vendetta where they're trying to placate the masses by showing- and Terror! Yeah, showing all the uh, bad things that are going on. In- yeah, going on in the world to make people realize how they need their authoritarian government. And it's like, you know, riots in the streets, pandemic, avian flu. And it just sort of was a little bit comical to me, considering what we've all lived through in the last... I did like how one months. of the stories was like, oh, there's a water shortage because there hasn't been enough rainfall in the last couple of months. And I was like, oh, global warming. <laughs> oh, I got it. Drought. Oh, I got it. Poor farmers. Yeah, yeah, poor farmers. Oh, fuck. Uh, no, it's good. It's 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 a better movie than maybe it had a right to be. Is that a fair comment, do you reckon? Yeah. Especially I at think, the time. I think 
time has been kind to this mm. film. That's good. I That's think awesome. uh, yeah. when it came out, it would have been... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would have been that well received. Mm. Mm. I, I'm the sure time. there's also things on oh, in here where they were like... Yeah. Where, they, where it's like, oh, that's cra- That's funny. That's pretty far-fetched. Now you look back and go, fuck, actually, it's not that far-fetched. Mm. No, they nailed it. They nailed it really well. Um, okay. And I think that's a sign of a good film. Yeah. The longevity yeah. that it still talks to audiences. Well, Driving Miss Daisy. 15 years later, after its release. Uh, can you... <laughs> Stop? <laughs> 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 what a great movie See, a black man and a woman can get along It resonates and speaks to so audiences bad. So many years oh after it's released Oh god Oh Jesus What have we been watching oh, my So chaps? much man, so much um, Well I, give us the abridged version I watched the, the newest season of Castlevania I think that might be one of my favourite shows from the last 10 years Like a personal... Like a personal thing, I fucking I froth it. It's so it's so like it's got it's got heart. It's got some interesting characters. It's got some fantastic animation. It's really a good kettle of, and it's got that supernatural thing because you know, you know we froth supernatural on this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, it's I got, stayed through right to the end, people. I didn't. <laughs> I like it too much. I don't want to ruin that show for me. It ended <laughs> poorly. No, it just ended. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah! That's so good. I watched Invincible on Amazon, which oh, I watched that too. A lot of people, too. a lot of people talked about Invincible, and I started, and I was like, I don't. This is just I've seen this show like a thousand times. And then you get Until to the end the, of the first episode, yes. and you go, okay, I haven't seen this show. That's pretty good. And then it really does. It's got so much style. Like there's mm. so many scenes that have just so got so much like really good music is fantastic in the show. I don't know that. Uh, I was talking to Alex about this and, and Morgan, sorry, and I, I don't know that the main characters like teen drama shit I like. I think it's pretty generic. But the greater story, the 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 more impactful story is really good. It's mm. really, really good. And it's worth watching and it's easy to watch as well. And it is... 45-minute episodes as well. They're huge. Yeah. like you expect, you expect a show like that to be your 20-minute yeah, yep, episodes. Yep. But they're awesome 45-minute episodes, mm-hmm. honestly. I like it a lot. Uh, and and there's a lot of implication for quite a lot more in that universe, which yes. is cool. Yes. Um, I was watching it going, it's it's funny how many different versions of the boys they can make. <laughs> <laughs> um, boys did it first. Fuck yeah. Oh, and I, I've watched a whole bunch of like anime stuff, but I don't know that I want to talk about because you guys don't watch anime at all. No. There's, there's this really... I watched some. There's this really, really... Uh, strong shows at the moment for anime. Like I haven't watched it for a very long time, and I've come back to it. Um, and the th- the reason I stopped watching anime is because everything at the time I stopped just seemed like the exact same thing. Uh, and at the moment, there seems to be a lot of shows that are breaking out that are very different from mm. the the normal. There's one I was talking to Alex about, which I think I might show you guys on the podcast called Wonder Egg Priority, because it's just so so good. In a lot of ways, in a lot of very unique ways. If you want to change up the format and we watch a couple of episodes of a TV show instead... I think you might enjoy uh, it, honestly. I think you might enjoy it. Depends if it's good or not. It does. Mm. Uh, Mm. Like, where does it stand in comparison with, like, Parasite the Maxim? Uh, (laughs) It's definitely not as good as Parasite the Maxim. It's so much better than Parasite the Maxim. It would have to be. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's probably, like, animation-wise, I think I said this to you, it stands with... uh, Miyazaki with um, Studio that, Ghibli some, stuff. That's some fine yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 
Uh, but the other show, the one other show, sorry, I've been talking for a bit. The one other show I wanted to talk about was uh, Utopia, which is an Australian show about uh, bureaucracy or bu- like a government agency. And a lot of people for a long time said, oh, it's really, really good. And I agree with them. It's fantastic. It's mm. really, really funny. Uh, it has this really, like, no one's ever sold it to me like this, but it's just our version of The Office. And, and I think I prefer it to the office. I think it's the best version of the office that exists in the world because it's the most real version of, like the office and parks and rec it's a government mm. agency but like all the comedy comes from like yep those people exist yes <laughs> this is all real and 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 I can understand why people would watch this and get stressed because some people de- genuinely do have to go to work and face that bullshit that they mm. face every day and it's very funny. <laughs> it's a very also it's a very interesting look at government itself. Yes. I don't know if it's specific to our country, but it's very very fascinating. You just go, wow, there are genuinely decisions made off the cuff like this all the time oh, that yeah. waste so much of our like daily attention span and shit. Anyway, nice, Alex. Oh, um. Line of Duty uh, finished its uh, sixth season. You mean it's on Call Netflix of Duty now. Or... No, Line, Line of Duty. Oh, you recommended I watch this. Uh, yeah, yeah, so the first five seasons are on Netflix. The sixth one is only on BritBox. Oh. Got to get BritBox. Oh, got to get BritBox. Gotcha, uh, didn't they? They yeah. hooked me in gotcha, and yeah. then they well wouldn't played, like it. It's well also played. on Stan and it's also on Binge, the first what five kind seasons. Of contract I don't know what contract they've <laughs> Free got. Free for all. It's just like <laughs> going everywhere. I think Stan and Binge are part of the same organization. Oh, well, yeah, but it's also on Netflix as well. So it's like, I don't know. So there's no excuse not to watch the No, I did. Yeah, I got you. I mean, it might be bad, though. Uh, (laughs) A lot of people didn't like how the twist at the end of the sixth season, I didn't mind it. I thought it fitted with the kind of world that they were creating. Spoil it for everyone. What was the twist? I'm not spoiling it for you two. Um, All the listeners, they might not have seen it yet. And if they haven't, where have you been? Alex, this is your Um, duty. This is your line of duty to spoil this show. No, uh, I quite liked it. I think it fitted with the overall vibe that they were going for. I think people are expecting this show to be a different show than what it actually is. Their expectations were a little bit too high. I also started watching Mayor of Easttown, which is a murder mystery uh, show starring Kate Winslet as the detective... And it's also got Evan Peters, who's... Ooh, uh, um, Quicksilver. Yeah, Quicksilver, who's another detective that comes into the town to help out solve this murder of this uh, girl. Is there some sexual tension between the two no. of them? No. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not. He's Ralph Boner, actually. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So there's, technically. Uh, yeah. There's no sexual tension. Between those two. Between Ralph Boner. <laughs> we're, starting, we're starting to see some. Guy uh, Pierce is also in the show. Fuck, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into um, this. So it's on binge. Uh Ah, uh, yeah. No, I can do that. Yeah. Um, oh, it's Mare as in M A R E. Yes, yes. Play on words. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's interesting. Her name's Mare. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Sorry. I, I, yeah. She's not a horse. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I haven't seen Kate Winslet do a performance like this, where she's playing a very angry, horse? very oh. hurt <laughs> character. <laughs> Uh, she she won the derby and the I just forgot about it. <laughs> Nobody cares. I mean, if she's playing an angry horse, she can't top Bojack. No, no <laughs> and I say nay to this bullshit. And I just I don't think we see female rage enough. Yeah. I know we see. I, okay, you're yeah. selling me on this show. I yeah. love that shit. I love um, that. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Give give women a chance to do something that's not the same bullshit. Please. That's right. And yes, we've seen the battle worn detective oh. trope before. 
but I feel this is different yeah. this time. Yeah. So I really cool, like cool, that. Cool, would cool. recommend. I watch without remorse on Amazon Prime. Uh, oh, I that's saw... the new um, Michael B. Jordan movie, isn't yes. it? Yes. Oh, okay. I've I'm heard. Not, I'm not I would steer the lead things. Oh, it's not. It's not uh, that that Hemsworth movie from Netflix. It's not. No. It's not Extraction. It's I'm not. so sorry, Alex. <laughs> it's, the Amazon film, usually has a good track record. The film should work. No, no. Amazon has a really bad. They've just recently started becoming what Netflix were, maybe about five years ago, where they just they 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 have like a ton of hits now. But their movies are usually really good. I don't think Palm Tim Springs. I'm saying mm. I think they've just had a good. I've had, a good they've run. had a lucky run. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the film should have worked better than it did, and it just sort of the I, there were parts that I liked. It just didn't come together. See, the in thing the is, end. I think it's still going to be successful for them because it's Probably. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I think they've chosen right there. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, he was he was really good. Mm. I just don't think he could save what mm. was. Mm. There were some problems with the script, and then of course uh, the Bad Batch, uh, Star Wars latest. Hell TV. yeah! Yeah, Morgan's watched it as well. Offering, I like what they're presenting. Um, this is a is period. This a cartoon. Of t- yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's set after the Clone Wars TV there they show. Are. There they is that are. the style for the show? Similar. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. So they've really upped their game. It's uh, amazing. You saw how pretty the last season of Clone Wars was. Oh, so pretty. It's so pretty, and so they've just continued in that vein. Um, so it's set between the Clone Wars TV series and the Rebels TV series. Um, they're gonna, I mean, more it's closer be, to the Clone Wars yes, than Rebels. Is it's, it's so funny because they're gonna have to be. They're gonna have to start slicing that period of time so thin. <laughs> it's very interesting. <laughs> they run like, out of between because I know people have speculated like what like originals. what happened, but it's like it's really getting into like the nitty gritty of like the transition from clone troopers mm-hmm. to stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Like I know you haven't watched the latest episode, but I'm like. Oh, like they're getting into the politics. They're talking about economics. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm like they're getting into the nitty gritty of why this that the transition from clone troopers to stormtroopers. So you guys are enjoying the show very much. Yeah. So far, oh, that's good. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Can you? Uh, as, I'm, as, I'm waiting on one trope to see how it plays mm-hmm. out because it is a well worn trope. Oh, okay. And but it could be good. Like I I like yeah. it. And I'm loving the I'm loving hearing a, a Kiwi accent a lot more on my television watching. All about it. Yeah. Um. But also, I'm like, all right, Dave, gonna start pulling <laughs> out some new tricks instead of teaching these hard worn men how to be adoptive parents. No, we don't know. Uh, when they go out on the limb and they go, we're now setting a show that is not <laughs> related to the skull. Yeah. Can like you a- let me know? Wait, what? <laughs> No, did so, they? Uh, no, Ahsoka will not be not related. Oh no, no, I mean like, yeah, I mean yeah. like, like yeah. this is going to be about fifty years into the future or the past. Either one of those, I'd be so about it. <laughs> and I see Dave sort of. I know you haven't seen Star Wars Resistance, have you? Which no, I've is, seen Resistance. Oh, okay, which, which was like the, my least. It was the weakest. It's the weakest show, but they try and show the transition from Empire to First Order. Try. In that sort of, we get a bit of a sense about the beginnings of the first order and that. But I feel like he's taken that idea and actually done it know, better. Done it much better in the bad. Batch. It is. It is cool to see the like the transition from Republic to yes. Empire, and then like the media stuff, like clone troopers to stormtroopers, mm-hmm. and stuff and like that. I what I don't like is oh Rex was just here. And so characters we love just get little name dropped. They, mo- I reckon he'll make an appearance. They, oh, won't, what, uh, they won't do it without making an appearance with him. I was like, oh, what's next? Ahsoka was just here five minutes ago. But or that being like, said... Oh, no, come on, this is a Star Wars property. There's member that being berries said, ingrained. We, everything, every... Up until this point, everything has had a carry-on in the show. Caleb, who's like, we know where... Mm-hmm. The, 
the Bad Batch are nowhere to be seen after this. Yeah, they're Rogue One in them. Yeah, I like think. we don't have a future for them. Mm. We know that Rex has a future. We know where C- Caleb was in Episode One. We know he has a future. It's like where were those guys during all of that? They mm. have a definitive end, and I feel like we're probably going to see it. Yeah. Agreed. So that'll be interesting. And if we can get someone like Asajj Ventress in the show, I think that would be a good thing. I wish she needs some justice. Justice for Ventress. Mm-hmm. Where's the justice? Morgan? Yeah, um, well, watch? obviously, I've been watching Bad Batch. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's good. But no, um, so a couple of weekends ago, I finally got on the uh, Oscar train. And in the same weekend, mm. we went and saw the foreign film win a, another round. Mads Mikkelsen. Very good film. Funny, but also had some dark moments, dark elements. But yeah, very enjoyable. And the the ending was lovely. It oh. was a bit out of left field, and I can understand why some people might not like it. I don't know. Alex is um some strikes me someone who might not, but it's a hit. No, no, landed I loved with it. him. I loved it. And um, Alana and I both really liked that ending. Like I was like, this is wild, but I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So that that premise of that movie is very ba- like. There's they a bunch of school teachers are like. Oh, we can actually, there's this theory if we can improve our lives, if we maintain a constant alcohol limit of 0.05. Yes. So that's, and then hijinks ensue. <laughs> hijinks and drama. Very much so, yes. Um, and there's a bit of like Icarus in there. Like you a flew, little bit. You flew too close yeah. to the sun. Yes. <laughs> but you know, very good. Loved it. And then we also watched Nomadland because it dropped on Disney Plus very quickly. Mm-hmm. And we were like, got to check it out. And um, I wasn't sure. I'm not a big fan of like slice of life movies. With, and and I, it was beautifully shot, but also mm. like, I really enjoyed it, mm. and I fa- I think it hit what it needed to hit for me, and I was like, "This is great! I really enjoyed it. Yes. I'm interested in this lifestyle." And it's kind of like, like because some of the stuff is like this guy is just a. I think he he has YouTube videos in the movie, but I think he does have YouTube videos about this van lifestyle, mm. and it's like these. I think the real people really soldered it together for me. I'm like, "Yeah, oh, tell me more about your lifestyle." Like it was kind of like, yeah. Frances McDormand going like doing a documentary, but it wasn't. It was her living a character, experiencing that life. I don't know. Very was, cool. Yeah, and I wonder if it would have got any recognition if you take the Francis McDormand character out. Would anyone have seen the film or learned about the experiences yeah. of those people? Because um, she's just like a interest. She's just like a character they've created to as a gateway to that. Yeah. But then, like the way she performs is mm-hmm. amazing. Like she mm-hmm. performs that character perfectly, and then there is this whole other element of her, like. Because it isn't about... It's also about her and not wanting to stay in one spot. And yeah, this whole that's right. thing there as well. But. Did I think she would win Best Actress? No. But am I okay with her winning Best Actress? Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I thought about it and I was like, no, I thought Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman, would have been better. But no. Francis Norman won. And I'm like, no, I think she's deserving, looking back at that performance. It was a pretty good performance. Yeah. I mean... How weird would it be if sorry Zach? No, <laughs> How no. weird would it be? Like, can you imagine? It's like literally like everyone is themselves, but you you mm. have to react to them all like you're you're this character. Mm, mm. I know. You have to it's like tough, it's yeah. just a normal setting. It's a social setting, but you're a character. Everyone mm. else is just themselves. Mm. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm. Project. I was just gonna say with Carrie Mulligan, like I don't know that it's ever gonna ruin her career not to win an award. Like, oh, she's no. still gonna be yeah in something excellent. Even and in a year from now. yes, and Emerald uh, Fennell won uh, best original screenplay. Mm. So yes, the hasn't film got, got acknowledged. That Sorry, hasn't she had that? Emerald Fennell hasn't she gotten? Best no, she won the Dealer's Choice Choice Award for. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. We were which the okay. Oscars were just bandwagoning. They mm-hmm. they jumped on she our did, bandwagon. She did Lady Bird, though, didn't she? No, Emerald no, that's Greta Gerwig. Oh God. Didn't she do something? I swear I... Killing I, Eve, she did. Yeah, she did Killing Eve. Okay, that's why I know about it. Yep. Um, also, recently we rewatched uh, The Paddingtons, Paddington oh. 1 and 2. Both great. Paddington 2 is a great sequel. And 
I don't know. We'd seen it before, but Hugh, Hugh Laurie, he, Grant, no, Grant, sorry, not Laurie, <laughs> as the villain in Paddington 2 oh, is oh. delight. He, he is <laughs> doing such now, a good job. I might be the first to say this, but I think he's going through a bit of a renaissance. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> what I say. <laughs> no, he's fucking amazing. But like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like just on a rewatch, I was like, I got to appreciate him more. I'm the first one, like, oh, that was great. But I'm like, I'm like, he's just having a great time. He is. And like, he's, I appreciate it. Like, him as a villain in that movie is great. Like that movie's got a lot of lot to love. Mm-hmm. Brendan Gleeson as Knuckles, like all this other stuff going on. But him in that movie is great as well. I, I watched The Gentleman as well in the last like couple of weeks, and fuck, it's just so fun to watch him do that goddamn filthy, slimy reporter. He's so great. He's so good. He's yeah. He's I think he's finally shared that rom com oh, uh, so baggage. Good about, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Paddington 2, I think it's up there with some of cinema's best sequels. I'm just throwing it out there. Empire Strikes it's Back. Charm. Godfather Part 2. Uh, and we're, Alana, we're talking about, we're like, we think like one thing they do well is like uh, this idea of whimsy. Mm. Like this whimsy that like, and like, he, like, it's just nice. It's, it's like charming. It's I always like delightful. the community. I always yeah. like their like their little street, and they've got like all those different characters. And it's like, yeah. oh, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice if, if this is what, you could have if you could live on that street with all these different people and their different backgrounds and their different little vignettes yeah that'd be so charming and nice and and heartwarming peter capaldi sneering at them <laughs> <laughs> it's so good isn't it the best you'd like I, I don't think an idyllic village um is perfect unless you've got the grumpy old old person somewhere just looking at everyone going, you're on my lawn <laughs> yeah so that, that, that was a joy to watch oh. love them so much um, television shows. We watched all of oh, dude. When Fisk. He's, when he's cleaning the windows and he just ducks his body <laughs> yeah. and he just smacks him on. <laughs> okay, he's a good. great he's so good. character. I think, yeah. yeah, it all hangs... Like, Paragon is carried out very well. Like, his mm-hmm. movement, his his awkwardness and his naivety yep. works for yep, him. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, um, we watched TV shows. We watched Fisk, which is the new Kitty Flanagan vehicle. It was on iView. It's only eight episodes, yeah. I think. Very enjoyable. Very okay. some And a lot Funny. of, like, cameos in there, especially if you love, like... Have you been paying attention? Mm. I'm pretty sure all the cast of the regulars on that. Um, and uh, Marty is uh, a gold yep. who is a not really known for his acting. He's no. in there, but it, I really enjoyed him in there. Julia Zamiro is actually very enjoyable in that show. Yeah. Unrecognizable straight off the bat. I was like, is that Julia Zamiro? Yeah. It is Julia Zamiro. And um, Adam Chen? What's his name? Aaron Chen. Sorry. Aaron Chen. Yeah. Aaron Chen is amazing in that show. Um, and he was on Having Paint Attention recently. Like, yes. And uh, I think we... Heard a lot, a lot of good stuff about his recent comedy festival mm. um, show, and we de- we definitely want to go see him next year. But he is great. Mm. Um, so the cast of yeah, Fisk is amazing, and you know, you guys like law, <laughs> so it's based in a small law firm. It's good fun. I also really like the. I also really like the. Um, her dad is like a, a well esteemed judge, yeah, and he is like not with the mother. I think the mum passed away, but now he is um in a relationship, gay relationship with his tippy. It's so funny. It's I just love it so much. Um. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> what you want to do at the end of a day? Uh, I wasn't aware law. that that's. Uh, I wasn't aware that that was an element. I might watch this show <laughs> <laughs> just because I don't want to say anything. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the tippy, not his associate. Nice no, tip stuff. He's okay, tippy. interesting, interesting. Uh, so we've been watching that. Um, season four of Handmaid's Tale has been dropping. There's like oh, yeah. four episodes out now. Is it still going? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I think this season is kind of, it started off and I'm like, fuck, not again. And now, like, the most recent episode, it's because there's, like, this repetitive thing, like, escaping, mm-hmm. getting captured, escaping. Uh, I feel like recently they kind of did, like, a bit of a kill-off. 
and they did like, and they kind of got, it's like, all right, now we're onto like the, the rebel phase, like where we get to fight back. Cause I mm-hmm. thought they were going to do that last season and it kind of missed it. Mm-hmm. Kind of hung, And now it's kind of like shed its skin. It's like, all right, now we're going to do and in, getting to the fighting back. So I think, yeah, so far it's been pretty good. I, it, for a moment there, I was like, again, and then it kind of so like, this is, um, like, this is uh, Hunger Games catching fire. <laughs> like, in the latest episode, she goes to like Chicago, which is like the war zone. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this like has Hunger Games, Divergent vibes. Like, <laughs> like this is where we get to like the rebels and nice, stuff. Nice, but it's like, it's been a long time coming. Like, it's mm. been kind of repetitive a bit in the middle there. Good stuff, but still a bit like getting captured or like fighting back yeah. or like trying to work within the society. And now she's outside and she's going to fight. I, don't know. I always don't like in a show where you get the sense, especially on Watchback, where you get the sense that like, you had 12, 14 episodes and you didn't know what to do with six of them. You, you couldn't fill <laughs> no six. Excuse. So you had to, you had to, like, how could you not find something interesting to do with six episodes? And you just didn't do it. I hate that stuff. It's like a 22 episode season. You can expect some filler. <laughs> yeah. When it's a 12 episode yeah. season, you expect very little filler. Take the bold step and go, hey, we've only got six episodes here. Can we double the budget for mm. the entire six episodes and just make it excellent? Mm. Oh, Studio these days, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially with streaming and shit, they'd be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, that's easy enough to sell to an audience." A six to eight episode season, I think, has mm. cut all the fat. <laughs> That'd be so good. Um, and also, finally, last night, um, finally dropped after all the the marketing campaign of like becoming like the world's biggest song and their public breakup and um, the idea, and then recently just releasing a new angsty song. So, uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series, season two, episode one, dropped last night. Um, <laughs> Very, very good. And it is very interesting now after like, because Olivia Thanks Rodrigo obviously had that very big song um, that came out and it was about the breakup between her mm. and her uh, star, mm. um, her co-star, who are together in the show. So that is now an interesting dynamic to watch. They are together, but they Awkward. have very publicly broken up and she wrote a song about him where she was essentially criticizing him. <laughs> and um, he recently in the last week has come out about his, uh, he's still figuring out his sexuality. Mm. So there's a lot of this stuff going on. In uh, in retrospect to this uh par- parody TV show about putting on a high school musical at a high school, <laughs> it's so many elements, so many layers. And she was just on SNL as well, and I'm like, the marketing outside of marketing for because it's all marketing. I don't mm. believe any of it. It's like perfect. It's like <laughs> the they've been drumming up st- like mm-hmm. her song smashed records in like a week, and it's like one of the most played. I think it's the most like played and like billboarded song in the world, and it's like. All for this fucking Disney TV show. <laughs> it's amazing. Disney, throw the your money around. Driver's license. If anyone is not unfamiliar with it, you'd if you don't know the name, you'd know it if you heard it. Mm-hmm. And it's about her breakup with her coaster. Don't play it. We don't have the rights. <laughs> Stop it, Zach. Stop. No. I got my driver's license. That's but yeah, that dropped last night, and uh, yeah, interested to see what they Apparently do. Apparently, I've listened to Apparently it. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure why? you probably just put it on shuffle and it was one of the big songs at the time. There was even like, <laughs> there's like an SNL. Oh, I know this fucking song. So I do just listen to music and this came up with this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't know who she is. Why is she so popular? She's very famous all of a sudden. Like first season, no one knew who they were. And now everyone's eyes are on them because of that song. <laughs> and she's very famous now. And she just released a new angsty song that I haven't listened to yet. But I'm a, I've been told it's angsty. Mm. But yeah, uh, season two will be very interesting because of all the drama going on outside the show. Yes. And we'll see if that plays over in the show. How are you not watching? This sounds like it the does. I... perfect show for you. I get my drama fixed from MasterChef. No, I... <laughs> Play I the will... pin! <laughs> Play the goddamn pin! Oh, Therese. Gone too soon.
Uh, but yeah, uh, aside from that, uh, thank you for coming on again, boys, and watching another movie again. I'm sure if it was a, <laughs> I'm sure if it was The Hunt or something, we may not have been up for it. Morgan, to watch it again. it's okay when we come back next week and watch League of Gods again. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. Oh, and uh, if you much. haven't seen Beef Vendetta, check it out. Yes. Indeed. Enjoy. Bye. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.